the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL.com on the app as well. Got a cloudy, rainy day going just the way I like it. 48 the high, low of 42 tonight. Tomorrow more of the same, at least a good portion of the day may conclude by dinner time tomorrow. Tomorrow's hot to 53. Don't get too cozy comfortable, though. It's supposed to be like in the 30s on Friday and Saturday. But for now, it's still it's kind of spring-like. Flowers are confused. I've seen things sprouting and birds singing, which is a nice thing. Take it easy as you're driving. You're going to get where you're going to go. Don't rush. Get there in one piece. Sixers won last night, 118-111 over Chicago. Fur can Corkmaz. I like saying that. Fur can Corkmaz. 31 points. Some say for Khan. Either way, he scored 31 points. Joel Embiid, 28 points, 12 boards. That gives the Sixers the best record in the NBA. Not that they had it before. They did. I mean, they did, and they're extending it to 24 and 2. They not, they never lose at home, basically. On the road, that's a different story. They are home tomorrow night against. The L.A. Clippers, one of the best teams in basketball. Flyers are home tonight against Florida at 7. Danny, how you doing? How was your weekend? It was nice and relaxing. How was yours? You have a constant theme in your life. Your weekends are nice and relaxing. Those are my favorite kinds of weekends. Yes. Well, that's good. Anything in particular? Are you relaxed on Friday and Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. All the way through? I don't think I left my bed for a full 48 hours. You're you're, you're way too relaxed for me. It that, was really nice. That's called, see, I like those days. Well, then the rain today helps me feel like kind of, I'm ready to go to sleep already. But we have a program to do, and I'm excited today because we have something on our homepage we need to tell people about. Uh, but before we get to that, we didn't really talk about this last week, but last Thursday, we also need to bring up, it was Trivia Thursday, the guys and the gals. That's something that needs to be brought up. Yeah. The inaugural edition of Trivia Thursday, where the ladies won four to one. I know. I'm proud. But it was kind of a test run. It's like, <laughs> it like a practice thing. And so, I mean, I'm not sure it really counts. It was just like an initial, let's see if people like it. And they oh, seem, sure. They seem to like it. We only did a couple of segments, really. It wasn't the whole show. But back in the day, I used to do a whole three-hour music show with lots of questions woven between the songs. Among, Fun. Amongst the songs. I think that's the proper yeah, preposition. that right? sounds right. Rather than the between. Between is two. Amongst is more than two. All right, Professor. Thank you. See, you've already learned something. We're only a few minutes into the program. Yeah. Anyhow, was not completely sure if our WFI audience would want to get on board with that. And so we just thought we'd just do a little part of the show last Thursday, and it seemed to work well. And the ground rules were simply call in and take a guess. If you're right, you score a point for your team. And if you're 
wrong. You don't cost your team any points. Didn't want anybody to feel like they'd be afraid to try. And if you get one right, then you have to sit in the side. You can't be uh, Jeopardy James and keep calling in and scoring for your side. So uh, by the end of the program, so the truncated version, it was a four to one ladies kind of situation. I'm very proud of my gender today. So in any case, but like we said, it was kind of like a warm up, like, you know, so it's really like a pre season. <laughs> Sure. Because, you know. Whatever makes you feel better. Yeah, it doesn't really, so it doesn't really count. But, you know, it's just kind of a warm-up there. <clears throat> Anyhow, we're looking forward, I think, uh, to bringing that back next month, the first Thursday of the month. We could do a Trivia Thursday. Yeah. For the full hour. I like it. All right? Mm-hmm. You approve? March 5th. It's in the calendar. Is it good? You're good like that with the schedule stuff. Yep. All right. Now, today is a kind of... Uh, momentous day since we started this broadcast uh, a year and a half ago. We've been gradually building toward. There's a lot of components to it. There's a lot of guests to book. There's a lot of musical elements to put in, and um, many other things. And the podcast has been a work in progress, and it's been on our site. And then we were able to create a special page for it, so you can go straight to the show podcast. And now, as of today, you can actually get the podcast right in our homepage. I know. It's so exciting. You don't have to look at all. We're it making... looks very sleek and very nice. You like it. that? It even has like the little, little lines for the audio. You can kind of. Yeah, I like you it. You can actually pick and choose the part of the interview you want to jump to. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and there's a whole list of them. I guess the last 10 or 15 are right there. So we encourage you when you go to com to take a look at that and not just listen, but you're welcome to subscribe to the podcast. Danny, you know a lot more about this than I do. When someone subscribes, how, how does that work? It kind of automatically populates. When we post one, they get it automatically? Right. Okay. So you can download them individually if you'd like. Okay. Or A la carte. Right. Or just out of convenience, if you subscribe to the podcast, the podcast would automatically populate onto your phone. So you don't even have to think about it. And then you can listen when you get around to it. Yeah. That, so that's also kind of an act of faith. Like they think the show's worth having come to them automatically. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's kind of like a hey, we we like it. We'll take whatever you send. Yeah. Okay. So that's another way of viewing it. But the convenience thing is very nice, and the fact that it's right in the homepage, just a little button there that you can subscribe. Uh, you're welcome to do that. And so today we wanted to kind of celebrate a little bit by giving an example of all the options that are available to you every day. Pretty much, uh, I have an opportunity. Just someone said, "What do you do for a living?" or even somebody at church saying, I, I heard your show or something like that. And I'll mention something like, oh, I didn't know you had all these other guests on. So it is exciting when you step back and think about it over time. The wide variety of guests that we've had from all walks of life and some, some pretty cool you know, guests and, and, and in different ways. Sometimes it's because it's a, a person who's well-known. You're like, I never thought I'd have a chance to talk to. Uh, you know, We had uh, the mayor of Philadelphia, Wilson Good, was in, in studio with us for the whole hour. And I'm sitting across from him like – you have a very long and distinguished career in public service. Today he'll talk to you. Yeah. So, and it was great having him in here. And uh, hopefully we can do it again. And then we've had some other guests on uh, from the entertainment world, like Dion Warwick or, or Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty. Uh, and sometimes it's in conjunction with a book or a tour or an album. And sometimes it's just because it's worked out that way. So, anyhow, and then there are a lot of local guests we've had and everywhere in between. And everyone's special in their own right. So, we're glad to have that, that potpourri going. So, today, we want to give you an example. If you've never heard the program before, you, you hear it every now and again. This would be a great day for you to listen in and hear samples of the different kinds of guests and, and uh, by association, whole podcasts 
that you could get and that you would get if you subscribe to it. So uh, we'll go to our first break and come back with a series. And each break, we're going to play you several clips throughout the program. that will give you a nice cross-section of what this program's all about. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening in. AM 560, WFIL.com and WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 412 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thank you for listening in today. A little promo moment ago about our ministry of the month and family life. Uh, just to give you a quick heads up or you know, congratulations, we have Marissa in Philadelphia, Donald and Chalfont. We have Rebecca in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, Joanna in Wilmington, New, uh, Delaware. There's several of the winners that have already won with our uh, February Ministry of the Month in Family Life. And you can enter yourself and join that list of winners and perhaps get the grand prize at WFIL.com. Pretty much every month around the, clock, around the year, we like to do that. So it's a great way to shine a little spotlight on the different ministries that we have on the radio station and give you another way of interacting with them and perhaps winning something from those ministries. This is a nice, a nice opportunity. Uh, another way that we try to also help g- give listeners an opportunity to get to know the ministries better is on this program. Every day, four to five, we're here. And among the guests, we'll have folks who are hosts or pastors of respective programs, such as Raul Reese uh, from the program Somebody Loves You. Now, that program airs weekday mornings at 10.30 on WFIL, 10.30 to 11. We also have a rebroadcast of that overnight at 3.30 to 4 in the morning if you're an early bird or overnight type, third shift. Uh, Also, Saturday mornings at 10.30 and Sundays at 3 in the afternoon. That's when you can hear it. You don't have to memorize all that. Use a program guide at WFIL.com where you can find out all the different programs and when they air. But this is an interview we had about a little under a year ago, last spring, with Pastor Rawl on the program. And just a quick note, whenever we have these folks on, these pastors, sometimes it's about a book or something they're doing. But a lot of times the reason we want them on is to give them a chance to share more about who they are, how they got to know the Lord and things like that, to share more insight into into their lives and who they are as people. So this is just a little bit of a clip from Pastor Rawl Reese from March 18th, 2019, during a chat we had with him. My grandparents were from Spain. My father was in Mexico. My grandpa was German. His dad was German. So I'm all mixed up. I'm the only one in my family that has an accent, believe it or not. Really? (laughs) uh, (laughs) So we lived in Mexico City for uh, 10 years. Then we came to uh, America because my dad was an alcoholic. He had a great job, but he used to beat on my mom. Hmm. So I had all this hatefulness. So we moved here three years later. My dad talked to my mom. He come. He came up here again. Cause I, he worked for the Bank of America, mom for Union Bank. But he continued to drink, to do things that he shouldn't. So I grew up with a lot of hate. You know, trying. I said, you know, my goal is to kill my dad. That's my goal because I had so much hate for him. Wow. And uh, 1966, I was graduating, and I joined the Marine Corps during the Vietnam scene. And so I went to the Marines, went to Vietnam, and came back from Vietnam very bitter, very um, – I got locked up for six months when I came back from Vietnam at Oakland Naval Hospital. And so finally, they saw my condition, they released me, and then I went to Camp Pendleton for a couple months, and then they gave me my honorable discharge, and they let me out. So what happens at that time, I'm, you know, my wife, we went to school together. So we kept writing in Vietnam. I came home. Uh, she got pregnant. I married her. She was she was a daughter of missionaries, which was, you know, I mean, she was just shocked that that happened. But she got pregnant, and then for four and a half years, 
Uh, I beat my wife like my dad, but you know, I didn't drink or drugs, but I was very violent and very angry. Mm. Her, her grandma and grandpa, her mom and dad were praying for me. I didn't know that because what happened, I had no, con- no conviction before that. And two years before I came to the Lord, I began to see my, you know, my life. I was getting convicted about things that I never did. So then later on, I found out that prayer does that. And then I came to know the Lord. I was going to kill my wife. And the Lord came in that night, got a hold of my life, and changed my life. That's Pastor Raul Reese. Quite a story. I remember when we had him on, he was just, as you can tell, very upfront. And here's what I was thinking, and here's where I've been, and here's where God has me. So that was Pastor Raul Reese from the program, Somebody Loves You. Again, you can hear that every uh, weekday morning, 1030 to 11 on WFIL, plus a couple of times on the weekend. Uh, That was March 19th, 2019, if you want to look up the full podcast of the conversation with Pastor Raul. Also in that very same program, we had author Ed Stetzer. He wrote a book called Christians, speaking of anger and all that, says Christians in the Age of Outrage, How to Bring Our Best When the World is at Its Worst. Uh, Ed Stetzer, the author, holds the Billy Graham Distinguished Chair for Church, Mission, and Evangelism at Wheaton College, also the Executive Director of the Billy Graham Center at Wheaton and uh, he's written hundreds of articles for uh, contributing editor to Christianity Today. He's written more than a dozen books and co-written those. And uh, we had him on talking about this book, Christians in the Age of Outrage. We have authors on this program fairly often as well. So this will give you a little snip, uh, snippet into what that conversation was. Uh, oh, wait, wait, right button. There we go. So this, this guy, this Internet preacher, you know, I don't even know that, what that is, gets on there and says, Starbucks hates Jesus because they took Christmas off their cups. They never had Christmas on their cups. Now listen, Howard Schultz, Starbucks, I'm pretty sure we're kind of on a different page on a whole lot of things. But we Christians, we don't need to be the ones who look like we're making up stuff and that we're easily fooled. And, and so, because no one wants to be a part of a movement that's filled with easily fooled, gullible, angry people. So we want to be people who are discerning or thinking in discerning, God-honoring ways how to engage culture, even when people do disagree with us, which I'm pretty sure me and the Starbucks president would disagree on a whole lot of things. You know, even it's funny, because I did an interview earlier today, uh, and they were asking me about Chick-fil-A, you know, and how well Chick-fil-A is doing. And Chick-fil-A, you know, I mean, just remember how much controversy is around Chick-fil-A? It's chicken. It's just chicken. Yeah. And it's good chicken. I'm for it. <laughs> but, you know, what they did is, you know, they built relationships with people that disagreed with them. There's stories about that online. And they kept doing good chicken. And I think for all of us, let's build relationships with people who disagree with us and keep doing the right thing. And I think ultimately people will see Christians for who they are, followers of Jesus, changed by the gospel, who want to live on mission. And who like chicken. I'm one of those folks. I had chicken today. That's Ed Stetzer, author of the book, Christians in the Age of Outrage, How to Bring Our Best When the World is at Its Worst. And if you're not careful, and I've had this conversation with lots of folks, especially online and social media, being careful about how you can get pulled into things, all of a sudden you're... Uh, defriend, unfriending people, and you're saying things, and you're like, where did that come from? I've had people tell me they've gotten off social media on purpose because, like, you know what? This is not bringing out good stuff in me. And it doesn't have to be that way. Uh, one of the things I remember during that interview he talked about is don't get outraged at things that don't matter. And the truth is there's a lot of stuff that really doesn't matter in the end. Uh, but there are, there are a few things. What does matter very much? I actually had this conversation yesterday with a, a good friend of mine mentioning about the person of Jesus and uh, our church is doing something this month called, just on a side topic here, they're doing something about uh, who, who the person of Jesus is. And the sign outside talks about skeptics welcome and, and all that. And I remember when I went to college, I had a roommate who uh, grew up kind of in a Christian background, but he wasn't embracing it. And he'd often be like having his headphones on. And he'd be, 
jamming to really hard, aggressive music, and he'd be spitting tobacco. And he, every now and again, he'd pull one earphone off and be like, hey, Tim, what about this? And he kind of liked to talk a lot about a lot of different things, and that, that's fine. But at the end of the day, there are a few main questions you really got to get to. And why I was mentioning this to my friend that matters is our, our church is saying, who is Jesus? Because you can talk about lots of other things, tons of other things, and that's fine. But it's a a super important question. Who do you think Jesus is? And then you can go from there. You think he was the son of God? He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life in the Bible. Not a way, not a truth, not a life, but the way, the truth, the life. Now, you may be put, some people might be put off by that. That's too exclusive. I don't, everybody do what they want to do. And that's another topic. People are, you know, they're able to do different things, but some people say, well, Jesus was a good teacher. He had a lot of good stuff to say, some principles we should consider, should live by. And then other people say other things. So, and again, folks are free to do that. But in terms of getting onto the topic about what Ed Setzer's talking about, what really matters? Zero in on that. Don't get too worried about stuff that doesn't matter. In fact, it's funny, my roommate, uh, best uh, not roommate, but one of my best friends at the time, we still keep in touch, he's... Uh, he stopped by, sat in my bed, and he heard me in- engage with my roommate and getting a little upset the way my roommate was talking. And he, he said quietly to me, he's like, Tim, you don't have to really worry about it. God doesn't need any defending. Like, it's okay. Don't let your roommate push your buttons that way. And uh, generally speaking, I didn't get too upset, but I think I was getting frustrated because he was asking so many questions and it really wasn't leading anywhere. Uh, in any case, that's uh, one of the podcasts uh, available against March 18th, 2019, Ed Stetzer. Uh, author of that book, Christians in the Age of Outrage. Pastor Raul Reese featured in that one as well. We'll take a quick break, come back and give you several more examples of podcasts that are available. Today, we're celebrating a bit the fact that we now have our podcast archive completely uh, ready to roll and available to you right in our homepage. Make it easy for you to scroll through. And if you want to subscribe and uh, have podcasts automatically sent to you, that'll happen too, just by hitting the subscribe button. Back with more in just a moment. It's Tim DeVos Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. Indeed. Standing outside with my mouth open wide. Big purple dinosaurs. You never know who's going to show up in this program. Famous guests like Barney the Dinosaur. Indeed. Thank you, Danny, for that fine piece of audio. It's the Tim DeMoss Show at 426. Thank you for listening in. Before I forget, a big party, speaking of which. Is that a big party when you have a purple dinosaur? Uh, China Garden Inn in Willow Grove. Sunday the 23rd, two weeks from yesterday, noon till three. Be there or be square. Congratulations on filling in the blank, Danny. That's nice work by you. Uh, delicious buffet, very affordable. It's nine ninety five adults, five ninety five kids, 12 and under. We have free ones to hand out, though. Spot on the guest list, table of four, handing out as well. WFL.com is where you can sign up for that on the contest page. Again, that's Sunday the 23rd, noon Till three, well, some prizes to hand out that day, and in addition to the food, just uh, uh, honestly for me, it'll be able to just be able to hang out and talk with folks. 
So come when you can, perhaps uh, whenever you wrap up church, if you go to early service or later service, whatever it is, swing on by noon till three, we'll be there enjoying. Um, so today we're featuring some clips from previous programs because today we have right in our homepage at WFIL.com, the podcasts of the program that you can help yourself to a buffet of sorts, if you will, absolutely free. Uh, so go to WFIL.com and you'll see them listed there. You can subscribe to it and have them automatically populate your, uh, your phone or wherever you get your podcast downloaded to. And so today we want to give an example of a number of the different interviews we've had over the past year and a half since starting the program. One of the guests that we had on is a woman named Candace Payne, a.k.a. Chewbacca Mom. That was her. <laughs> that's, that's how she's often known by. This is an interview from November 26, 2018, just several months after starting the show. She had a book uh, out at the time uh, that, that's called uh, Laugh It Up, Embrace Freedom, and Experience Defiant Joy. And there's a journal also that she has. A couple. Of, she has a couple of books out. But the short version of kind of setting up this, this little clip is uh, I actually heard the phrase Chewbacca Mom for the first time while uh, seeing a Jimmy Fallon a Tonight Show clip. It was uh, one where he was doing a Donald Trump impersonation with a guy named uh, – a kid. Uh, I forgot his name. But he's an eighth grader who does uh, – politicians, not just Trump. He does uh, Hillary Clinton. And he does a bunch of others. And uh, so in the in the context of that bit, he references Chewbacca mom. And uh, the story is this woman, Candace Payne, bought herself a Chewbacca mask for her birthday. And she's sitting in a parking lot, I think of Kohl's. And she put her dash cam on and she's just playing around with the mask and having fun. And she, she laughs a lot. And if you ever get around somebody who laughs a lot, you know, you start laughing too. You're not even sure why. So she's having a great time in the video, and uh, it winds up getting an incredible amount of views where she winds up being on Good Morning America, Entertainment Tonight, and on this program too, Danny. I mean, that's another step. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she winds up meeting Peter Mayhew, the uh, you know, Chewbacca himself. So let me just uh, play the little clip for you. This is Candace kind of explaining how that video that she put just to you know a few friends on her Facebook thing blew up uh, literally overnight. Well, I'd never had a video go viral. And at the point of me posting this video, I think I had maybe a little bit less than 2,000 friends and family uh, that I'd met throughout, you know, my entire life that were on Facebook. And before I went to bed that night, I had one million people watch that video. And I thought, you know what, I don't know a million people. I don't know why they're watching this. (laughs) And um, but, but before I woke up the next morning, not only did it go viral, listen, it went super viral. It was 24 million views, um, not even within 12 hours of posting it. And it literally landed me in the World Guinness Book of Records for the most viral video view counts within 48 hours. It's something you could never explain what I experienced that morning that I woke up. It's really highbrow comedy. I don't know if you know that. It's four minutes long, and three minutes are me insanely laughing at myself in a toy mask. Yes. It does not get much highbrow Sh- <laughs> further than that. Shakespearean, some might say. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, I think it's just that infectious laugh of yeah. a moment when you really lose it, and it was caught. It was a caught moment, and I think people know the authenticity in it, and they, they relate, and they think, oh, man, laughter is something I don't have to know the same language, but I could appreciate. And so um, yeah. I think there's a lot of things that make that video vo- go viral. But really, I think it's just being lost in a moment and enjoying it for what it is. So Peter Mayhew, 
that played Chewbacca in the original Star Wars film. I got to meet him. And here's, here's the synergy of that. The video was posted on May 19th, and it was just a Thursday afternoon for me, you know? But little did I know it was actually Peter Mayhew's birthday that I posted the video on as well. No way. I'm telling you, it is just, there are so many Godwinks around that entire moment that you just can't even ignore that that was something out of my grasp. And that viral video is definitely not just a um, a little flash in the pan for me. It, it was a moment that I think God set up my destiny. Yeah. That's, that's Candace Payne, uh, again, a.k.a. Chewbacca Mom. Danny, have you taken time to see that video yet, or, by chance, or... I still haven't seen it. Really? Well, so now you can. Just you, you Google whatever, Chewbacca mom okay. video. It's, I think it's about four and a half minutes long. Yeah. And uh, that's a great story. And that's just a piece. That's a couple minutes out of our, I think we had 15 or 20 minutes with her. I know. When I was listening so. to the podcast and picking little clips for today, yeah. it was so hard to choose which <laughs> clip from yeah. Chewbacca mom I wanted to use Yeah, because there were such great quality moments on that show yeah she was she was she was fun to inter- interact with. she's funny yeah so again help yourself to the podcast of that or any number of others we've got several hundred up there at wfil.com now right on the home page which is why today we're taking time to feature some just to kind of celebrate it's been a work in progress to get everything ready to roll and have it there available to make it super easy uh, and you're also welcome to subscribe to the podcast right Danny? you saying if you subscribe it just comes to you automatically it should. Whatever, yeah. Like on your phone or mm-hmm. computer, wherever you happen to listen. Yeah. I know some people tend to listen. Like they, you know, they, they, I've talked to people who say, you know, I, I'm a little too busy during the week and I like to catch up on Saturday and I'll listen to a bunch of them right in a row. Binge. Or if you're going on a trip. Yeah. I see them on Facebook all the time. People say, I'm going to hear any podcast while I'm on the road you recommend. So. We recommend the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Sure, humbly, and we, but, we, but we do, because we think it's a good a good program, and hopefully you're blessed by it. Uh, I'll tell you something in a second, but first, the forecast. Cloudy, rainy the rest of the day. Tonight, tomorrow, down to 42 tonight, 53 the high tomorrow. Rain supposed to taper off by dinner time or so. Uh, Sports Sixers, 118-111 over Chicago. Furkan Korkmaz, 31 points. You don't have him leading the team very often, but... He was he was scoring from every angle last night. Joel Embiid, twenty eight points, twelve rebounds. Sixers are twenty four and two at home. They basically don't lose when they're at home. That's the best record in the NBA. They're home tomorrow night against the Clippers. Flyers are home tonight against Florida at seven. And by the way, in case you missed it, last Thursday, trivia Thursday, the inaugural edition preseason version. Women won four to one over the men. We say preseason because it was kind of a practice thing. So the real season starts. In March. Okay. All right. So officially at zero zero right now. Got it. Is it okay with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not sneaky or anything, is it? It's sneaky. Okay, thank you. Uh, By the way, the forecast is going to be in the 30s on Friday and Saturday, much colder than today and the next few days, just so you're aware of that. So when I mentioned playing these clips that we're doing today, uh, the program itself, if you're new to it, it's based on two Bible verses. One's John 3.16, for God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And so I want this program to reflect that. Uh, our guests come from a wide variety of backgrounds. Not everybody's a Christian. Uh, some people are famous. Some people are everyday, just, you know, local folks. You wouldn't know who they are. It doesn't matter because I believe that you, you matter because you're made in God's image. And so um, we want to affirm that and, and have a, a wide variety of guests. And then secondly, along with that, in James chapter 2, it talks about not showing favoritism. If someone's rich or has something to offer you, to not treat them more special than someone who does not. So that's kind of those two verses are often what what we funnel this program through. 
and there's some other things too. But we we definitely want to have a local component to what we're doing here, as well as the national and regional or whatever. So um, you'll find that as you listen in, you'll also find that um, because it's the, the name is my name is in the program title. I have a large family, my and I'm and I'm married. Uh, my wife Tina has a large family, so there's a lot of people I've met that are interesting, doing interesting things. One of my many cousins. Uh, his name is Paul Eastman. I want to play a clip for you. He was in town, I guess it was April of last year. His father uh, was, I think, the vice president of Entenmann's for many years. You like those donuts, Danny? Ah, I love Entenmann's. Your eyeballs popped open there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But, and, but the conversation wasn't so much about that. But there, there was that, you know, connection point for people to, to mention that, that business prop, you know, angle. Uh, but Paul, Paulie, as we call him, very, um, engaging, kind of charismatic guy, mm-hmm. loves God a lot. He travels all over. He's the kind of guy that, that he has a plan, but at the same time, it wouldn't be surprised if he, if he Facebooked me tonight and said, I'm in Egypt right now doing this, or <laughs> I'm in Brazil doing, sir, God called me over here for two weeks. Like, okay, how'd you, what, how did you, why? And where'd the money come for that? And The more important question though is, yes. does, did he used to get Entenmann's for free? Well, did if, you used if to? If your father's the vice president of the entire company, I would think that the answer would be they could probably have whatever they wanted. But he's in good shape. So I don't think wow. he ate too many of those things. He's now retired out of the company. But uh, Paul shares a little bit of his story here. Check it out. Now, I had some problems growing up just uh, fighting with the brothers, and I became somewhat of a rebellious at a younger age in my life. And when we were living in Southern California – Around 12 years old is the first time I tasted alcohol. And um, Mm. I quickly soon developed into a habit. By the time I was 13, 14, I had moved into hardcore drug use, um, stopped going to school my freshman year, uh, crystal meth, cocaine. I was was living a fast life, got in trouble with the police, um, ended up in juvenile hall. We had moved to Atlanta at this point. And we, okay. I was raised in church, so I, was, I had the backdrop of faith in the Lord, but I, it was more of a logical understanding. I never denied Jesus, but from 12 to 24, I was in and out of jail, in and out of rehabs, severely depressed, asking God why me. You know, I, For two years of my teenage life, I was in institutions, well, three and a half, actually, um, juvenile hall, wilderness programs, an outdoor therapeutic program, a foster home in between for a few days. Boarding school for a reformatory boarding school. I ran away from there, lived in New York, and then my parents let me come live at home. So it was never normalcy. There was never stability. It was moving. It was chaos. It was drugs. It was becoming addicted to excitement. And um, so by the time I was 21, 22, I'd been arrested a handful of times, assault and battery. I worked in a nightclub industry in Connecticut and New York. I got three DWIs, about seven, eight assault charges. Couldn't go out without getting into a fight. In and out of court, in and out of jail. Eventually had to spend a small time in prison for a few months in Connecticut. Uh, while I was in there, I read my Bible every day, did push-ups. And I said, man, when I get out of here, I want to live like this because I knew the truth existed in there. But the day I got out, I had nowhere to walk back into. I was living in New Haven, Connecticut, and I went back to my old neighborhood. And within a few weeks, I got arrested again for a fight in a nightclub. Wow. So it was a constant chaos. Actually, I found a journal years later after I got out of prison that said, Dear God, I want to be a good person. I just don't know how. And uh, Romans 7 speaks of that in the Scriptures. Every time I want to do good, I end up doing bad. You can hear more about Paul's East, uh, Paul Eastman's testimony, how God got a hold of him. He was in with us the entire day that day, April 25th, 2019. That's the podcast date 
for that. As today on the Tim DeMar Show, uh, we have fun playing some clips for you because we have the podcast available to you now. Super easy, right on our homepage at WFIL.com. Help yourself listen through the list, scroll through. You can download, as Danny mentioned, individual ones, or if you want to subscribe, uh, they'll download to you automatically as we post them. So either or, help yourself to those. We'll give you some more examples coming up in just a moment. The Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL.com on the WFIL app. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. Heads bopping left to right. Can't help it. <laughs> Four forty-three on the Tim DeMoss show. Take it easy. Drive slowly. Don't care if it's not like your father or grandfather. Slow down. Relax. You'll get there. Give yourself extra space. If you think about it, Danny. The space between you and the car in front of you. If you give yourself an extra thirty or forty feet or fifty feet. That's so much more time to stop, and it only saves you, what, an eighth of a second? Yeah, you're really, about right. You're really not getting anywhere faster by being next to the car in front of you. Right. At all. Why Why risk it? Why would you do that? Right. You know? There's your public service announcement for the Yeah, show. I'm with you. <laughs> so, Don't tailgate. No. There you go. Uh, so today, if you're just tuning in, we are playing some clips because we're excited to have the podcast of this program now on our homepage, really easy to find. Not that they were hard to find before, but now it's even easier, and they're listed in a bigger way, and you can subscribe as well to help yourself get those podcasts sent to you automatically. Uh, so today we're playing some of those clips. Uh, we do on this program often have authors. I mentioned that. And one we actually had not too long ago, just I guess about three weeks ago, a guy named Jason Meyer, and he wrote a book called Don't Lose Heart, Gospel Hope for the Discouraged Soul. Being encouraged is uh, it's a great thing. It's free. Everyone can encourage, and we all need it. Sometimes we just need to be reminded of what's true. And uh, this is just a quick clip from the interview with Jason Meyer, again, author of the book, Don't Lose Heart, Gospel Hope for the Discouraged Soul. You can look at whatever's going on in your life and see that it's discouraging, things haven't worked the way you thought they would, and before you decide to judge the architect of the universe, realize he's not done yet. And when you read the Bible, you see that theme again and again and again, God wasn't done. When Joseph was in prison, Jeremiah was in the pit, Jonah was in the fish, wasn't done. When Daniel was in the lion's den, or Pharaoh was oppressing Israelites, or Herod was killing infants, or Saul was persecuting Christians, it wasn't done. When Noah built an ark, or David took a census, or Goliath taunted the armies of Israel, or Jezebel killed the prophets of Israel, or the Babylonians destroyed the temple of Israel, and he certainly wasn't done when Jesus was being scorned and persecuted and flogged and crucified, and then we have the empty tomb. And in the same way, what we know as Christians is that God's not done. So don't lose heart. Take heart, because you know whatever you're going through, we have the everlasting promise that God's not done. There you go. Jason Meyer. Again, the book is called Don't Lose Heart, Gospel Hope for the Discouraged Soul. January 21st, 2020 is where you'll find the podcast of that interview. I should mention that a lot of the programs have a couple interviews, not just one. I think the most we've ever had was five guests the day that David Montgomery 
well-known, uh, had many roles with the Philadelphia Phillies, passed away. We had each segment feature a different person within the organization, just sharing about him from a different perspective. Uh, but most of the time, it's uh, maybe a couple on the average. Sometimes you have a guest for the entire show. So and sometimes you don't have any, and it's more caller-driven. But you get the idea, and uh, so that's one of the clips that you can get at WFIL.com. Uh, about a year ago to the week, uh, Marion Ross, this is a completely different tack on things, but just to give you an example of who's been on the program before, if you've ever seen, seen the show Happy Days, Marion Ross, who you know played the mom on that program, was uh, out with a book called My Days, Happy and Otherwise, and I found her to be a very delightful lady, and uh, we just had her on for probably eight or ten minutes that day, and here's a little bit about Marion Ross talking about being an actress and talking about uh, you know her days on the program. I was under contract to Paramount Studios okay. when I was 23. And in those days, in the early 50s, everything was shot on the lot. All the movie stars were there, and they were there for lunch. And Ginger Rogers was wonderful to me, and so was William Holden. And uh, it was... It, it, it was thrilling. In fact, the director said, uh, when the director thought I looked like Greer Garson, so he would say to me, Miss Garson, what do you think about that? <laughs> you know, and I had a very small part. I had very, I had very little to do. And I would think, well, there, I was a college graduate, so I would then have opinions about the script. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> then, then the next day he'd say, uh, Miss Garson, what do you think about that? That's, that's I didn't realize they were making fun of me. Yeah, you know? but it must have been exciting. And yet, did you think, you know, there's there's still stuff out there I haven't gotten to yet? Or was that just, were you just happy doing what you were doing? Like, because Happy Days did come, you know, eventually and became a, a huge thing for you. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have stopped. I wouldn't have. Nothing would have stopped me. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you could tell there was still more to come. And, and, and after Happy Days, there was still plenty of, of work available, too. Um, always, right. always, always, because uh, when after I left the st- Paramount, then I I would go to I worked at CBS and we did a lot of live. We did all the television shows were live. Uh, That's amazing. So it was very it was like being in a play because if you made a mistake, that it's a. Uh, You've just made a mistake. You've got to go on the best you can. So it was very exciting. That's Marion Ross, otherwise known as Mrs. Cunningham, Mrs. C, from the show Happy Days. And, you know, just just the roster of people she worked with over the years. She worked with Ginger Rogers and Humphrey Bogart and George Burns and Perry Mason and was on all kinds of programs over the years, including in latter years, Touched by an Angel, which some folks may be familiar with. And in any case, whenever there's an opportunity to – to have an, uh, you know, a guest like that on, it's a pretty cool thing. I enjoyed the opportunity to, just to hear and understand, you know, what they went through and and uh, just the professional level that she accomplished. Uh, and I would say this uh, is something I like to to to, un- to understand better. Uh, but one of the things I remember during that little chat, as a side note, that she was just very gracious. She said something during, near the end of that interview about noticing how sometimes uh, actors and actresses. Um, think they need to put other people down to to make a name for themselves. And she's not the only person who's told me that. It's funny. The folks in the entertainment industry we've had in this program, it's actually been a theme. A number of them, if they've been around the block a number of times, people have been in the, in the movie business or music business for 20 years or, or more, 
they all say the same thing, which is you don't need to do that. It's the people on the front end who are trying to prove themselves somehow, and they think that by putting others down, they'll advance themselves. But it's really uh, the, the higher up you go. I remember when we had Natasha Bedingfield on who did the song Unwritten and some other ones, Pocketful of Sunshine. She said some of the nicest people she's ever met are people who are the biggest stars, like Paul McCartney and a bunch of others. So uh, anyway, it's just an interesting thing to be able to understand the folks like that and where they're coming from and, and learn from them too. Uh, one of the other guests, speaking of which, just briefly I'll play for you a clip. We had Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty on the program last March. It was March 21st. And he was talking about a book that he had out uh, called Theft of America's Soul, Blowing the Lid Off the Lies That Are Destroying Our Country. And this is a uh, uh, Duck Dynasty's Phil Robertson for a couple of moments here. What he did was he drew the gospel out. It's kind of odd. I mentioned it in the book that that's what I did with uh, our current president, Donald J. Trump. Uh, he drew it in hieroglyphic form, an error coming out of heaven, God becoming flesh 2,018 years ago. Our calendar documents that event, by the way. And someone says, well, what were all the years before Jesus got here? I said, you call those years all the years before Jesus got here. (laughs) (laughs) So he dies on a cross for the sins of the world and is buried like we will be one day. We'll all be buried. And three days later, he solves their second problem, physical death, by his resurrection. Goes back into heaven. He's there 24-7 interceding for us meaning not counting any sin against us if we just trust him, if we're honest with him, confess our sins. So I'm thinking, let's see now. He dies on a cross. That delivers me from Satan and sin and the guilt of it all. And he delivers me from a law of works that I never kept. No one else has either except him. And finally, he delivers us from the grave. I'm looking at it thinking... Do any of y'all have a better story? Life and immortality is what you receive from that. <laughs> so far, I've had no one to top that story. That's Duck Dynasty's Phil Robertson, May, um, sorry, March 21st, 2019. The date for that, you can get the full podcast of that right in our homepage now at WFIL.com. Help yourself. That same day, we had uh, Chad Matson, who's the lead singer of the band Unspoken. I believe he was on that day as a musical component to the program. We often do. We'll end up our show today giving a little example of that musical component. It's Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.55, the Tim DeMoss Show. The song's called The Word by Sarah Gross, one of the earliest ones I ever heard by Sarah from her Conversation CD. Speaking of which, we had Sarah on the program several times since this program started. And this is, I think, the first time that we had Sarah on, October 31st, 2018. You can get the full podcast at WFIL.com. And Sarah did not set out to be a musician, but now she has, I think, 15 albums. She was an English teacher. Here's a bit of Sarah's backstory, one of our favorite artists in our household. I had a teaching degree, and I had a job. I had a really good job. And so to my family and to my friends, you know, there wasn't anyone, like, clamoring for, you know, for my music. It wasn't like there was a groundswell of, <laughs> you know, listeners or anything. So when Troy started saying, I think this music has merit, I think it should be out there, he was the one with the vision. Mm-hmm. I was really almost embarrassed by it because I thought, what are we doing? What What do you mean? You know, that it felt, it felt potentially have just 
disastrous, you know. And I remember our one of our big fights at the beginning. He ordered a thousand of my first CD, a fashion machine, and I was so mad and and but I was really just embarrassed because I thought. A thousand. Like, what are you thinking? There's just no way on earth we will sell a thousand. I'm going to give away maybe a hundred, you know? Yeah. And then we had our first, very first concert um, in our home church, and um, just, you know, 700 people showed up at that very first night, and word had gotten out, and it was all a lot of people just saying, kind of curious, you know? Yes. People that knew us, and like, what are you doing? And that night was just really special. Um, I felt something happen that night, just the combination of storytelling and music. It was, I, I just could see what I was going to do, that, that it was kind of like a different classroom, but I was still going to be taking complex ideas, taking ideas about, you know, who is God and what, what's he really like and what does this mean to be a human being, you know, uh, that is Christ inhabited. What does that even mean, you know, uh, in to take basically hard ideas and try to turn the lights on about those ideas through lyrics. That's Sarah Groves, October 31st, 2018, the first time she's joined our program. She's been on several times. Love her music, full of, of great insight and wisdom, and it's a singer-songwriter style, if you like that. We're hoping in the days to come, actually, to incorporate more music into the program, interview-wise and, and otherwise. Uh, but that just gives you today, if you listen through, an example of some of the podcasts you can get now featured at WFIL.com, right in the homepage. You can scroll through nice and easy. You can also subscribe to the podcast and have them come to you automatically. So we're excited about that, and today took time to give you, uh, you know, eight or nine of the examples from the past year and a half since we started the program. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share uh, the program with a friend or two, and to pray for us, too. We appreciate that. Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries leads in prayer next. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.